This podcast is sponsored by Green Skies Analytics, where they do everything tech-related, but only for internal audit. Although compliance and risk management, y'all are cool too, so feel free to check it out also. To find out more, please visit greenskiesanalytics.com, but it's more likely that you're just going to Google it. So to find out more, please Google Green Skies Analytics. This is the best of the audit podcast number four. For those that don't know, every Tuesday... We post a brief, usually 60 seconds, maybe two minutes clip from the show. And it's usually whatever I think is my favorite part or what I think the, the most value that's going to come from that particular, you know, 30 minute, 45 minute episode. We try to get the best 60 seconds slash two minutes in there. And then we run those on LinkedIn every Tuesday. We also post those on our YouTube channel, which is linked in the show notes. So what we, what we like to do with these best of episodes is since we already have the best of each episode condensed to, you know, 60 seconds or whatever, is to take those and kind of mash them up. So that's what this is. If you want to see the videos of each one, you can go again, like I said, to the YouTube channel that's linked in the show notes. I will do intros of the guests as we go through the best of episodes. So, um, you know, who's, who's coming up next and who's actually talking. So with that said, here we go. Here we have Gail Rudman. She's the director of internal audit at McMaster Carr. You know, when you look at the audit process, like there are so many elements of the audit process. Again, you know, the there are many 10 chapters in Richard Chambers' book is each an element of the process in some way. But like the reason I think growth mindset is so important in auditing is because the skills, the key attributes of outstanding internal auditors, like those are really hard to just learn over time. <laughs> like you either need someone you look up to who possesses these qualities and then you need to try them out and sometimes you're going to fail mm -hmm. and you need feedback. And so you need a manager who's willing to say, you know, A, it's helpful if you ask them for feedback specifically, but, you know, you also need someone who's willing to say like, hey, like this didn't work quite as well as we had expected this time. Like here's an idea of, how you could have maybe approached this differently and we might it might have resulted in a different outcome. Next we have Larry Harrington. He is the retired VP of audit at Raytheon and was also formerly the chair of the IIA board. You know, one of the things that that I've always held as my three key principles for internal auditors is it's critical you do the right audits at the right time. That means not the right audits at the wrong time or the wrong audits. We need to be doing the right audits at the right time. Number two, we need to make sure on every audit we do, we're providing insight, foresight, and leading practices. And number three, that we're helping our organization achieve its goals and objectives. Next, we have Alex Sidorinko. He is the Chief Risk Officer at Eurochem. In my overall experience of 16 years in five different countries, the general rule is internal auditors are clueless about risk management. They, they, they think risk management is what ISO 31000 or COSA ERM says, uh, which by the way, both of those documents have nothing to do with risk management. ISO 31000 or COSA ERM, they're the equivalents of marketing brochures that you would find in the doctor's waiting room. Continuing the chief risk officer trend, we have David Vos, who is the v VP of risk management at Archer. We all intuitively can build the story and in fact, that's one area where I think it's we're really at fault in risk management is we talk, we don't think about 
we don't ask ourselves why does this happen when might it happen to whom does it happen how could it happen um so we we we're already quite negligent about this the story and there are techniques for doing that really visual useful techniques bow tie diagrams is a very nice way of simplifying and at the same time explaining describing um helping communicate um different risk scenarios so um there i think we're we're a little um uh, we fail. Next, we have trainer extraordinaire, Danny Goldberg. He is the founder and owner of Gold SRD. You, do, you know, I've seen a lot of large companies. The, the CAA role is somebody without any audit background. And I think in both situations, I think an open-mindedness and willingness to learn is, is, is very key because you're going into unfamiliar territory. And I'm going to go back to the conversation we had earlier on um, expectations. Uh, first thing I did, and I was a chief auditor at a company called Tyler Technologies, um, great company, uh, when I was 29, so 17 years ago, we started the internal audit department. I asked the audit committee chair, what do you want? What are you looking for? Uh, until you understand what people are looking for, how can I provide uh, virtually anything? Now, growing into that executive presence, that's a, that was a whole different thing that took, um, I'd say, a, a couple of years, but um, it, it's... I wouldn't say that I can, I can really pinpoint one moment that, hey, I knew I was at arrived kind of thing. It was more I was feeling things out and figuring things out. And once I got comfortable with the topic, which I was there to do a lot of socks work and oversee it, um, I think I showed my competency and people accepted me at, um, to a certain extent at that level. Next, we have Data Junkie slash Star Wars fan, Robin Hunt. She's the co-founder of Think Data Solutions and probably one of the best Excel trainers I've ever worked with. Point someone in the direction of how to learn Power Query or, or the advantages of Power Query, where would you mm, put yeah. but, but really, what, yeah. what, what is that? So Power Query is the data transformation, data prep component of both Excel and Power BI. I think one of the biggest differences or the last time I checked was the ability to connect to a multitude of data sources. Okay. Um, they both connect to a lot, um, but I think Power BI may have a few more connections than an Excel Power Query. Um, but it's any other, it's like, again, for years, I taught people how to program macros to do basic data transformation uh, you can get me to touch a macro <clears throat> for a data transformation now. I mean, I don't even think I would. I just don't think I would do it. It's it's that good. Next, we have Spencer Sheehan, formerly of Stitch Fix and Salesforce and currently at Instacart. He is over the risk and compliance engineering group. If there's no data governance initiative for like regardless of the organization, do you think given what internal audit can do, mm -hmm. should they push for that? Like, hey, guys, we kind of need to uh, have some governance around our data. It's kind of a big deal these days. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if, if you don't have, like, let's say you don't have a GRC team. You just have an internal audit team, right? I've seen scenarios where the internal audit auditor, the head of the internal audit team, they decide, let's just, like, scope this down as small as we can to the, and, and kind of get as much double duty as we can out of a governance program. And so they would focus on financial governance because mm -hmm. that's kind of the easiest 
the easiest place for an internal auditor to go. Um, so then they would really care about the completeness and accuracy of the financial statements, which is really already what you're doing for SOX. Mm -hmm. But I think you're kind of taking a step, a step forward and going in a little bit deeper than SOX maybe. Um, and also, you know, looking into maybe there's management reporting that's not gap, you know, necessarily uh, uh, gap financial reporting or SOX financial reporting, but it's more management focused. You know, how, how do the executives, how does the CEO know that they're getting data that is the gold, you know, the gold standard that is the, the true source of, of the data from like one place, right? Or if they ask marketing for, for the same report versus HR versus internal audit, if they're all different numbers, that's a data governance issue. Yeah. Because everyone's not on the same page. So it all comes back to everyone needs to talk to each other and make sure that they have, you know, the policies and procedures over you know these kinds of practices and then actually implementing them next is janine woolman she's the internal audit and SOC senior manager at convey health solutions a hundred percent somebody who's going to care is going to go the extra mile somebody who's passionate about what what they do you know Trent, we i always say this to my to my team you only live once and you have one chance to be the best version of yourself right? Why not be the best? Yeah. You know, why not strive to be the best? You know, so I and, and you can't do things properly if you don't do them with passion. Yeah. And we spend at least one third of our lives at work. You know, I mean, so it's, it's, it, it, you have to care, you have to be in a profession that you want to be in, you want to execute, you want to be the best, you and you want your team to to follow that you know i don't want somebody that's going to come into my organization as technical as they can be and they're just going to check the box and do the bare minimum that's not the person that's going to you know uh, uh strive and they're yeah. not going to be assets for the business so yeah. that that's what i look for next we have mario quadrata formerly the senior audit manager at capital one and currently he is the Sox program governance advisor at fannie mae how can we learn better I think for me personally is first by making mistakes. Mm. For me is more uh, making mistakes. Uh, I've done so many mistakes in the past, right? Uh, mistakes can be like, hey, I misunderstood about something, right? Or maybe, hey, I documents uh, audit work paper incorrectly, right? And <clears throat> and based on those mistakes. That's, that's where I basically learn in terms of how to improve myself. And that's the main point uh, that, that I myself will need to actually grasp is, hey, if I know that I'm making a mistake, it means that I need to make things better in the future mm -hmm. because I hate mistake that over and over again, the same mistake. I, I really hate that. So, um, and that's basically how I learn in terms of how to improve. And that's the most important thing. After you learn that mistake, you learn about how to improve it, okay? Because without knowing the pitfall, you won't be able to actually fix something. Excellent point. Right? And once you actually know how to fix it and you fix it, and that's the piece that you need to share with your team members, mm -hmm. right? Because maybe something that they don't know, I already know. And that's the piece that you have to communicate to them. Uh, and 
every time when I actually present in the training, uh, it's really hard to actually learn about theory, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, this is a sampling methodology, right? Uh, or maybe this is how you document. It's really hard to define the theory, but it's going to be easier for the, the attendees or the team members if we can actually provide examples to them. Now, that example that I typically provide them is based on me knowing how to fix something. Mm. It comes back to the first process of knowing the pitfall. This is how you need to fix it. And what's the result after you fix that? Last but not least, another trainer extraordinaire, Raven Catlin, the CEO and professional trainer at Raven Global Training, LLC. Let's talk about what internal auditing is and what internal auditing isn't. Mm -hmm. I said, so as internal auditors, we may never look at financial accounting. As internal auditors, we are generally employees of a company. We are consultants that come in and work for a company to provide an assessment of the internal operations, compliance, risk management, governance. Yeah, we might do some financial stuff, but we don't, we're not, we're not accountants. In fact, the RAA has for a number of years now said, you don't have to be an accountant to be an internal auditor. It was a stigma that we had is that you had to be an accountant to be an internal auditor. So I said that some of the best internal audit shops have recruited business experts into their internal audit team. And though we can teach the audit skills, we can teach how to ask questions, how to work, uh, write up work papers and documentation. We can teach all that. Um, but what we have a hard time teaching is the business side of it to where the auditors are able to catch on pretty quickly, understand the risk, identify the controls, and then assess whether or not the controls are good enough. So anyway, very enlightening conversation with him because I think that's one of our biggest uphill battles as um, an audit profession, an internal audit profession, is getting away from the stigma that we are accountants yeah, and that we must be CPAs or that we all love numbers. 